everyone, and welcome to the Hero's Journey in Masterpieces of Film. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College. Today in class, we discuss Charlie Chaplin's 1921 film, The Kid. So today in class, we discussed uh, Charlie Chaplin's 1921 film, The Kid. And uh, The Kid is awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, it's this delightful little film. It's 53 minutes long. Uh, but it was Chaplin's first full-length film. Uh, he grew up, whenever, he had a really hard life, an alcoholic father and a mother that was suffering from uh, mental illness and wasn't really able to take very good care of, of, of Charlie Chaplin and his brother. And um, so he was in and out of state care when he was younger and eventually found acting and got a job with uh, Keystone and uh, was turned out to be really great at uh, comedy and this kind of slapsticky keystone cop kind of comedy uh, and then he started writing and producing short films and the kid was his first uh, full-length film and in it he wanted to do um, he wanted to kind of combine comedy and and drama in a way that people hadn't done before and a lot of people didn't think would be successful and uh, so the kid, he, he wrote it, he produced it, he composed the music for it, uh, obviously acted in it, and uh, directed it. And it kind of cemented his reputation as a great artist. Um, the story of the kid is, uh, is about uh, a woman who, in the beginning of the film, she's... Uh, released from or kicked out of a charity hospital she has a baby uh, the father is obviously not interested in her or taking care of the baby and so this woman is alone she doesn't know what to do she's uh, desperate so she leaves the baby in in a in a fancy car in front of a rich house hoping that uh, the family will adopt the baby she leaves a little note that says please love and take care of this baby and then she leaves and then some thieves come robbers come and they steal the car and they drive around, and eventually they realize there's a baby in there, so they dump the baby in this, like, garbage heap. And then uh, Chaplin, the tramp, he comes walking, and he finds the baby, and at first he doesn't want to have the baby, and then eventually he um, he keeps it. Five years pass, and now uh, Chaplin is, uh, he's got this little kid, and they, um, they they're living together and he's basically this kid's dad and they, they have this sweet relationship and they kind of work together to help each other out um eventually the state uh takes um takes the kid from from the tramp because uh because he's sick and they realize that the baby's not his in the meantime the the, the mother has become a famous singer and she's very wealthy and she does all this charity work and uh, in the end, she realizes that the that the boy is hers, and so the boy gets to go and stay with her, and then she invites uh, Chaplin to come, and uh, and they all kind of get together in the end. That's basically the story. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, it has some really great set pieces, uh, classic Chaplin humor, but also classic Chaplin kind of sentimentality. It's a really um, it's kind of a moving film. So today we talked about specifically the hero's journey in this film, and uh, there were some interesting points for me so first of all when you're analyzing a film kind of through the lens of the hero's journey you obviously don't have to find every single 
uh, every single step of the hero's journey in, in the story that you're looking at. You also don't have to see them all in order. Uh, but often it can be interesting to see how characters progress based on uh, where a director or a writer has placed emphasis uh, on different parts of the journey. So there's this great scene in the beginning where Chaplin finds the baby uh, and obviously doesn't want the baby. And it seems to be a clear kind of call to adventure, but a, an initial rejection of the call. And so we get all these funny set. The police officer is there. He sees him drop the baby and then, then Chaplin picks the baby back up and um, and then you see, uh, he tries to drop it off in, in, in a rich lady's, uh, like baby carriage and then she won't let him do that. So he keeps, yeah, eventually he finds a note that says, uh, please love and, and care for this baby. And that seems to be what kind of changes his heart. And I was talking with the students about how, um, one of the students pointed out that it seems to be like uh, supernatural aid that, that when the hero goes on a journey, they often receive at the very beginning of the journey some kind of supernatural aid, something that will help them. So a wand or a sword or something. In this case, it's a little note that gives him the the courage and the uh, kind of the fortitude to move forward uh, and and take this boy uh, in. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then we talked about uh, we 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 talked about road of trials and. Um, in this initial scene where he takes the baby into the, into the, uh, into his house and his house is, uh, in, not in great shape. Uh, and he has to solve all these really concrete problems with the baby. So the baby's crying. How are we going to help the baby? The baby's hungry. How are we going to take care of that? The baby, uh, needs his diaper change. How are we going to take care of that when the, when the baby's older? Uh, and now we have the kid, um, how are we going to, uh, make a living for ourselves, and so they have this interesting, like, little con that they do, where the the boy breaks windows, and then and then Chaplin goes and fixes the people's windows. Um, so there's this kind of road of trials, and then uh, uh, you would have meeting with the goddess. So meeting with the goddess would be where the hero finds uh, uh, or comes in contact with a, a goddess or something that represents kind of the potential of what could be. It clearly happens. Uh, there's a fight scene where the little boy, the, the kid gets in a fight with one of the neighborhood boys, and then and then that boy's big brother comes and and is trying to fight uh, with with the tramp, and then the the singer comes and she's been doing charity work in town and and she meets him and says, you know, it's better to do charity than to fight, and you see this kind of encounter with the goddess, uh, and then things get a little bit messy, and it was uh, we 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 started trying to pull this apart. The interesting thing about the kid, the, the the thing that people often will talk about is at the end of the at the very end of the film, there's this dream sequence. It's very strange. So the kid gets taken away, and Chaplin's chasing after him, and he's done everything he can to try to stay with the kid, and and the 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 police have taken taken the kid away. And he's super sad about it. And he goes back to his house and he falls asleep on the steps. And then he has this dream sequence and where um, he's an angel and uh, he gets wings and he's actually flying around with the with the boy. And then this uh, this girl comes and she's a temptress and she's she's tempting him and he's kind of falling for her. And then the boyfriend comes and the boyfriend is actually the guy that 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 uh, that the tramp had been fighting earlier. And then the police come and they uh, and they have this chase. And then uh, they, uh, they, people actually beat up uh, the tramp, and you see his wings are getting all kind of broken and stuff. And then eventually the, the cop shoots him, 
and he lands on these steps. I'm like, what is going on here? And uh, a lot of critics have said, we don't really know what was going on. It seems like Chaplin was interested in dreams and dream sequences. And uh, he'd been in a dream sequence in a film much earlier when he was a younger man. And, um, and he, he liked, he liked that. And so maybe he was just, you know, it was just artistic juices kind of flowing, but it is really interesting to point out that some of the really key parts of the hero's journey actually happen in dreamland in this dreamland sequence. Uh, so you get, uh, temptation, um, and in the form of this, this young woman who her boyfriend is, uh, is this guy. And, and we see this repeated in film throughout the history of film there are these uh, great kind of strange dream sequences so the film oklahoma has one um you've got singing in the rain uh has a dream sequence big lebowski has a dream sequence. Oh, dumbo has this great dream sequence there's all these strange dream sequences and i always thought they were so weird when i was a kid and i still kind of do think that think that they're weird but i can see uh the thing that's interesting to me is that chaplin who made this film long before joseph campbell wrote uh the hero with a thousand faces is inserting into his film really like symbolic mythic things. So you have uh, temptation, but you also have atonement with the father there, and and, and the father figure is is represented, uh, or is representative of authority, and so the police officer is clearly a father figure in this in this dream sequence and in the story at large, but really clearly in the dream sequence, and they have their confrontation. And then, and then the cop shoots and and kills Chaplin, um, and and that's exactly what happens in the hero's journey. The hero has to have this symbolic death, and then rebirth, and that's apotheosis. So you have atonement with the father, where they face each other, and and the and the hero has to face this the ogre of the father, and then he will get chewed up and spit out by that process, uh, and then be reborn. And when he's reborn, it's apotheosis. He's, he's become a god. Something something has changed inside of him. It's exactly what we see in this film. Uh, so uh, so Chaplin wakes up from his dream, and there's a cop there. And the cop says, you're coming with me. And they go, uh, and he puts him in the police car, and he drives him, and he takes him all the way back past the threshold to the woman's house where the kid is. And, uh, and she opens the door, and they walk in together, and he crosses back over the threshold into civilized society. The police officer is there. The father figure is there. The mother figure is there. And everything is in harmony. And it just fits so well, the pattern. Uh, and I was awesome to, to help students kind of walk through uh, what's going on here. And this really is kind of a classic hero's journey. It follows so many of the steps so closely. And even in this weird dream sequence that seems so out of place initially, uh, you can see uh, Chaplin working through some really important symbolic, mythical elements, and he does it in a mythical place, in a dream sequence, which is, you know, like the the dream inside of the dream. It's the cave of Montesinos. It's, uh, it's Luke Skywalker on Dagobah, so you're in a dream world inside of a dream world. Uh, and that's where the really the most important kind of spiritual emotional psychological work takes places in the dream and when he comes out of that he's ready to just move on with his story um the as far as the magic flight and uh crossing the return threshold all of that happens really kind of in the blink of an eye with uh this police officer who comes he takes him he he escorts him back and then across the threshold um into this woman's house and we assume that he has freedom to live and that he's become master of both worlds and is able to 
to move on. We don't see any of the details of that, but we can assume that, uh, that this has been a successful journey for him, in part because he's gone through the important steps. So, uh, so the kid it was a good start to our little journey of, um, of looking at the hero's journey uh, in masterpieces of film. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For show notes, including links to things I've discussed here, go to anchor.fm slash heroes journey in film. Don't forget to subscribe to the show in your podcast app of choice, and please recommend it to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mack or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. I also encourage you to check out my other shows. This semester, I have one on beginning Spanish and one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain. Until next time, so long.